0: Praise God. I want you to get your scriptures out. Let's get straight into it tonight. I believe that God wants to do a work with the COD family and that's strengthening of the inner man. So it's um, I said to you that we're going to be returning to our Tuesdays where we um, almost as the COD family and it may be more. But I believe that the reason why we have more is because God has more for us to whom much is given much is also required so there's a demand that is placed upon us that right now it may seem like we don't have any breaks exactly God wants to do a work in you so I want you to prepare your heart tonight um I have scriptures and again tonight might be a lot of here and there but I know that this is the word that God wants me to speak to the COD family especially in this time as we begin to press even deeper greater into financial things God wants to strengthen us Um, so I want you to get your scriptures ready of course I greet all the houses and everyone that's tuned in but I want you to get your scriptures make sure you follow through with what what I believe the spirit wants to say but before we go to our first scripture I was up to the early hours of this morning with some of the brothers and There was one question I think was very interesting. That's not going to happen here. There was one question that I think was very, very interesting. One of the brothers asked me. One of the brothers asked me. If or what was the thing that I took the most, what was most important? that I took from the leadership training. And I think it was an interesting question. And I said, actually, what was most important to me was, or what was most, um, what would I say now? Let me just keep it as what stood out to me most was the power of culture. Culture. And I started to give them examples, Yeah. Examples like, what has always defeated man, mankind, has been culture. What I mean by that, and this is just me saying something, I said it'll be here and there, but there will be nothing I say to you that will be unnecessary or out of place, so hear me. But when I was thinking about culture, and throughout history, realizing that culture constantly defeats man, it prevails over man, I had to give the example of, for instance, a child. Imagine a child will be born to a culture that's already made. I think the example I gave was, and it might, it might sound funny, but hear me out, was, have you ever looked at a child in amazement, yeah? When you hear a child, maybe we don't hear it often, but you hear a child speaking Yoruba, yeah? You know Yoruba is one of the most conch languages, right? It's a mouthful. But irrespective of the child being a child, the culture will superimpose itself over the child. So I said to, and I won't go into this, this is something I will have conversations with you, but I just needed to say a point from here, that why I love or what I took or what I appreciated most from the leadership training was PT making known to us constantly the culture of the nation like a child cannot refuse and i don't think it the child would say to themselves no let me say it like this a child don't even have the capacity to understand what is prevailing over them it just hears an adult or parent speak in yoruba or whatever language and it turns out to be the child turns out to be able to speak that same language So I use that to say, the culture of prosperity that's being created in the nation, whether you try or not, that culture will prevail over you. And as it's shocking to some for a child to be speaking Yoruba, it will be shocking to others when they see you walking in prosperity. Because what prevails over a person is the culture. I've said that now, I'll carry on with that, but I needed to say say that to you so you will understand where I end tonight. But the scripture I want us to start off with, so I want all of you to get your notes out or your Bibles out. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. I want you to look at that scripture, we're going to read it in a moment. We're going to be reading it in the New King James Version. Again, I pray and I have been praying that your heart be open to what God wants to do. I never want to become someone that is used to God's work. And even as much as we believe that God is speaking to us about pushing forward from elementary things. I know that we cannot despise foundation and certain pillars we have. That's the reason that we as the COD family, it doesn't matter where we are, we will gather In this room now, there's probably over 30 people. We will still gather, speak the word. Everyone will be reduced and everyone will be put in a place of leverage, equality. And we'll all submit ourselves to God's word yet again so that you may know what makes you. So let's read Ephesians 3 verse 20 as we start tonight. Tonight, I want to give time for us to pray and worship, but I want to, Build a case as to why we're praying tonight. Go on. Ephesians 3 verse 20.
1: Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Stop.
0: First of all, Paul recognizes God's ability. In a world that is crippled by all kinds of culture, producing all kinds of children. In this world as we live, there are children of poverty, people who do not want poverty, but again, culture has prevailed over them. So I've said to some people before that the culture of God's kingdom does not recognize poverty. So when Christ needed to feed 5,000, he did not see their inability to do so because he's not trying to prosper. Neither is he thinking there's lack of poverty because the culture from which he was brought up from does not have room for poverty. So it doesn't matter if it's five loaves of fishes or five loaves and two fishes, he will still be able to provide because of the culture he's coming from. So when I was speaking to you recently about changing the way we think, because the way you think is so you are. You will be as you think. you are what you think. You will understand that what God wants to put, remember when I showed you that the first message was repent, change your mind for the kingdom of God is now accessible. There's now an invitation into God's kingdom. You'll be thinking, why am I going into all of this? The first thing that Paul recognizes in the Ephesians or in Ephesus, sorry, was that. Even though they had grown to being very wealthy, the Ephesus, they had gods that measured fertility at the time. The god Artemis and all. He still saw that God's ability supersedes the ability of that city. And what he wanted to say to the church was you must recognize God's ability. Are you with me tonight? He says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly ability, exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. But look at what he says next.
1: According to the power that works in us.
0: Stop there. First thing I need you to understand is that God is able, but will only be able according to the power that you realize working in you. I'm going to repeat myself because I'm building a case. God, Paul here wanted to make the Ephesians church know that the God that I'm introducing to you is able to do more than what you can see. Listen to this. You can only ask according to what you've been exposed to. There are things in the dimensions of God that you cannot even utter because you do not even know it, so you can't ask for it. That's why when it comes to praying in the Spirit, the Bible says that the Spirit knows that we do not know how we ought to pray. Because there are realities, there are truths, there are wealth that we cannot even comprehend. It has not yet been revealed to us, so we cannot even ask. Your thought pattern is also determined by what you're exposed to. So the Bible says according to what you see because the Ephesians church if they're going to speak to God or ask or think about anything they can only do according to the measure of what they see in Ephesus you don't understand what I'm saying to you so if we say that we're going to sow a million pounds to PT guess what happens because you have not seen it it's not even something that you can ask or think if someone says it to you It sounds like Pastor is just calling numbers, right? But there's a reality beyond you that Paul or the messenger of God wants to introduce you into. This is the reason why we're praying for strength tonight. Because it will take strength to comprehend what God has in store for you. So he says, now to him, Ephesians Church, I can see what you're exposed to. I know what you're asking will be like. I know what you're thinking will be like. But according to him, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think that god can only move in capacity or in accordance to the power you realize works in you so god charges me tonight to lead you into the place of prayer because god can do exceedingly abundantly But he can only move according to your capacity. So he says to us, from the house of exchange to the house of influence, to the house of prosperity, to the house of helpers, that you need strengthening of your inner man. You need capacity Something that God gives for the one who waits on him. The person that waits on him is a serviceable person. This is someone that serves. But so that I don't go ahead of myself, God wants us to first recognize that you can only function or you can only see the move of God according to the power you realize works in you. Read that scripture once more before we move to the next scripture. God, I want to be very quick today. Go on.
1: Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us.
0: He will only move according to the power that works in us. But Paul makes it known so that you may realize that power. Next scripture. I want you to read the scripture you're reading from. Do you know it? or you, Yeah, can you hurry up, please?
1: She girds herself with strength. This
0: guy's not listening to me. I want you to read the verse. What verse are we reading from? Proverbs 17. Is Proverbs. this on? Go and read it for me. Proverbs 31, verse 17. Thank you. Proverbs 31, verse 17. New King James. Go for it.
1: She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms.
0: Do you understand that? Maybe read from a few verses earlier. Maybe from verse 15. This is, you know, we look at the story, you know, I, I pray that God, and I was praying with the fortress the other day, I pray that God gives us eyes of understanding. Because if we don't get the eyes of our understanding if god does not enlighten the eyes of our understanding we'll read scripture and we'll only see at face value you know everyone has looked at proverbs 31 as the the ideal woman yet all scripture was written for our sake everything written was written for us every thought you find in scripture was trying to speak to you precious Now, the Bible gets to a place and it says from verse 17, she girds herself with strength. Look at this. Then, it says, and strengthens her arms. You know, sometimes you need to see things from a certain perspective to understand it more. I was illustrating to some people the other day that if in this room there's a phone, yeah, there's a phone next to me. Depending on the angle you're sitting at, If I ask you to draw this picture, draw an image of this phone, guess what will happen? A Pastor Ben who's at a different angle to me, a Precious who's at a different angle to me, a Pastor Dammy who's in a different angle to me, even though we're all drawing the same thing, the pictures will be different because of the angle from which we're watching, from which we're drawing. Guess what that does? You know, when you're drawing as a child in school, A 2D picture is very unrealistic, right? But what breathes breathes reality to a picture when you go into more dimensions? So all angles will provide a dimension to this form, making it more realistic. You know why we have pastors, men of God. Why you cannot study this word and understand it by yourself is because when you read it, you can only read it two-dimensional. But then somebody comes with another perspective and you understand it for it to be something that you can appropriate to yourself. So let's take the perspective of someone in the military. When you hear the reference of arms, you think of artillery, right? Guess what? What the scripture says. Read it once more from verse 17. Let's just jump straight to verse 17. What does it say again? She girds herself with strength. The one that God looks at. The one that Christ is trying to build and prepare for himself. The Bible says she girds herself with strength. But then it speaks of another strengthening, right? Read it for me. And strengthens her arms. Do you understand that yet? Okay. Okay. Pastor Enrique was a gang member, right? I have to use this as an illustration. I couldn't care about his life. But let me give you this illustration. How many people holds a knife on the road? Many, right? Did everyone have heart to do anything with that knife? So this is the point I want to show you with this scripture. Having resources is not enough. One must have courage and willpower to use it. Did you hear what I've just said to you? So the ideal woman is a woman who first strengthens her inner man. Again, you do know I'm speaking more than a woman. That ideal individual is first strengthened in themselves. To be able to strengthen themselves with artillery, with resources. Someone can get a million pounds. But if they have not been strengthened according to the million. They will not be able to effectively put that million to use. Why does God want us to pray for strength today? Because there are resources all around us. But until the woman girds herself with strength. Therefore, strengthen yourself, strengthen your feeble arms and your weak knees until you strengthen you, Sicily. It doesn't matter how accessible resources are to you. You will not be able to use it effectively. So the Bible shows us the ideal church who strengthens themselves in order to be strengthened with artillery. Read for me the next scripture, Joshua chapter one, verse six, verse six, go for it.
1: Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors. To
0: Why give them. must we be strong? Why must we be strengthened? Why must we be courageous? Let me tell you something about cowardice. Yeah, cowardice, sorry. You see that thing? It's contagious. Have you ever been in a group and you see someone running? And straight away, there's something in you that just says run as well. If things don't go your way, listen to me for those that do business or whatever's happened in your life. When things don't go your way, you know, we've been on the topic of change, right? Change is going to demand from you courage. Courage is a strength in the inner man. God says To Joshua the servant that you must be bold and take courage the other day I was speaking to some people and I was speaking about the spiritual that courage boldness are spiritual attributes they're not tangibly held but they are what makes you they are what defines you so God said to to Joshua be strong bold be courageous why because it's you that will lead the people he didn't say it will be your artillery because anyone can have a sword but sword does not mean victory go in the strength you have is what he said to Gideon it's your strength not what is in your hands it is you not what is in your hands so if Samson has strength in his inner man he can take a jawbone of a donkey against those who have swords and he will still have victory. So I'm looking at people. God says that you should give careful thought to the state of your flock. And I'm looking at people, people who have not dare spoken it out. Some people, I said yesterday that, that you see the thing about falsehood is that you can appear strong. But you see the problem with falsehood is that it tells more than what your mouth tells. Your body, your demeanor can tell what's going on with you. So God looks at us and he says, what you need now is strength. You know, you heard a word and your lens by which you see interpreted, interpreted it to you as um, um, something that belittles you. But that was not the intentions of God. So as a result, you became a coward You became fearful. And yes, I understand the sword you have, the mouth you speak with, but if you are not strengthened, if you are not made strong, if you are not made, or if you are not made to be courageous, guess what? You can have all the artillery resources in the world, but you cannot make good use of them. Sisters I've spoken to, brothers that I've observed, Men and women who have grown weak because of all kinds of things. They heard Pastor Obi speak and they were discouraged. God says, be courageous because it is you, Joshua. It is not what I give you. It is you that will lead them. So the the attitude, the character you must have must be one that is strong. I get it that you've tried business and I get it that sometimes you heard the, 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 the testimony. You heard someone complain. And that's discouraged your character but God says you have to be strong because even the making of money is only for those who are courageous. Uh, Treacherous is the ground to make money. Treacherous is the road of leadership. All these things you know you tried with someone and it doesn't matter how much you speak they just seem to shun you as a leader. God says you must be strong. Because it's not the artillery. I have to keep repeating this because this is what God told me to tell you. It is not the artillery. It is irrespective of what has happened to you because life happens to every man. Irrespective of what happens to you, you must strengthen yourself. She girds herself. She does not wait for God to strengthen her. The Bible says, therefore strengthen your feeble arms. The Bible says that David encouraged himself So you must strengthen yourself tonight, COD, because until then, you will not be made effective, irrespective of what's put in your hands. Treacherous is this road. Have you ever felt that it seems like problems comes as a whole army? Problem does not walk by itself. Meaning that you realize that there's one problem and then all of a sudden there's a whole entourage of problem that comes with it. No, it's going to take courage to fight against it. Because if not, you will be brought down. I look at the houses, what you must speak to yourselves and to the houses is this, strength. Because at the end of the month, you know that God is telling you that you're going to have to take lands. But you see yourself as small Conditions. Joshua was nothing but a servant till that day. Joshua does not have a land to call his own. Kings equate their wealth according to the lands they have in their possession. Joshua is looking at the one he relied on. He's dead. He cannot even find him. To be able to appease himself in the time of great mourning and sorrow yeah because sometimes when God wants to bring change you would experience a level of departure you know all of a sudden as a leader you feel alone God says be courageous be bold because it is you that is going to take the lands are you listening to me COD it is you it is not so you see I said to some people as much as we know that finances are needed for this work listen finance is only a consequence meaning that it is me that will be rewarded with finance i'm not waiting for finance to take the world if we have little we will take the world because it's us that god is dealing with so he said to joshua and it was repeated about three different times in this chapter be of good courage be bold read it for me once more go on
1: be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them.
0: So, again, what is God? Because I have a very short word for you tonight. What God is saying to us is that you must be bold, you cannot neglect you. Again, cowardice is contagious. What do I mean by that? You're going to take it, will take diligence for you to watch you, you will have to be careful about you. But guess what boldness is also contagious maybe if we have in the houses one man one leader that's able to dare is daring to be bold enough maybe amongst the new gen leaders if we have at least one person maybe you're not even ordained but you are bold enough guess what you're the leader your boldness can cause others to be bold because it's that strengthening of you that will make anything useful in your hands And why do I know that this is what God wants to say? Because God is about to put resources, but listen, sometimes a person does not recognize everything that is available to them or it's actually in front of them. Have you ever felt that there's so much you have access to, but you're still overwhelmed? You don't even know how to use it. I mean, in case you don't know, I think of myself and I think God has blessed me with so much people. He has blessed me with all of you. And sometimes I'm in my room and I'm overwhelmed. You know that stupid word we keep saying, overwhelmed, overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. But guess what? It's going to take, when I'm overwhelmed, it means I need strengthening. Because my strengthening will make me know what to do with everybody. It will make me and it will enable me to be daring to step into certain grounds. So I want to lead you to my main scriptures tonight now. And it's from this spiritual attribute that God wants to infuse in our strength, courage, boldness. That we begin to advance forward as an effective and a terrible army. You see yourselves listening to me today from you in this room to you in the houses. It has been put on you. The responsibility, the call to take the nations. You know, we've been saying this for years. We've been saying that we are the future. I don't care what it seems like you don't have. You have been given the call to take the nations. Young people have been given to us. But God says to us tonight that what we need is strength. What we need is courage. What we need is boldness so that we may persevere. James chapter 1. Let's start this now. Go on.
1: James. A servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations, Yeah. greetings.
0: Look at what verse 2 says, go on. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, Yeah. because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Look at this now, God says that you should consider it pure joy. In other words, translate your situations properly. The words you hear, translate it properly, because that you see, like I was saying, cowardice is your natural default. Def, default. Um, um. How can I describe this? It's your default. Um. Condition. Meaning that that's who you will be naturally. You know, default mode, right? The original setting. That's you. But you see, that's why not everyone are leaders, but you are because you have to make up your decision for the core of god that you choose boldness so now the bible says to us that look you see every trial that is coming to you you know one of the biggest discouragements someone can receive is when they feel in their heart that they've been trying and then someone makes it look small right no god says every situation was only a trial to bring about the testing of your faith your faith is your inner capacity. Your faith is by, you know, the Bible lets us know that it's the work, the power that works in us. That You know, the Bible said to us that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly, but according to the power that works in you. Guess what that power is? Your faith are you listening to what i'm saying to you now what does god say to us that imagine that everything you hear so if pastor Obi speaks the word to you either through here or personal message if you're going through issues and too clean too fresh guess what you're not like the normal person if you're going through issues in 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 um any of the businesses in anything in your life you're not like the normal person every situation you're faced with if you're now leading a house and you're thinking how would I meet target how would I be able to give how would I be able to also be able to build what is necessary God says that all of these things are only testing your faith because the testing of your faith produces the character that brings you to completion It produces the attribute that brings you to maturity. Keep reading for me. Verse 4, go on. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If you're lacking anything, guess what? You have not allowed perseverance to have its full weight in you. Even worse off, you've probably translated the things that seem negative to you in a wrong way. You have not first considered your trials as pure joy. The Bible, so imagine we quickly jump to verse 5 when it says, If any of you lack wisdom, but guess what? Before even asking for wisdom, you must let perseverance have its, have its way. God does not move until the end of man. So perseverance makes me push, irrespective of the barriers I'm to face, irrespective of the obstacles. Irrespective of the critic, the, the 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 critical words I hear or the humiliation I go through. If you have faith, you will keep producing. That producing will come because you keep persevering. I've seen people opt out because they don't like a condition. I've seen people physically here, but in their heart opt out because what was said to them was I was isolated you know why did you speak about me like that you don't understand what God is trying to do with you every trial is trying to test your faith God wants to see if that faith is strong enough is it gold or is it hay that will crumble that will burn into ashes or would it be something yet to be refined you can close it if you need to what God says to us is this guys let perseverance finish its work. Why? So that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. But my main verse is verse 12. Go to verse 12 for me. Go on. Blessed is the one who perseveres on the trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown. Can you move to verse 12 for me? Are you going to move for me? Read it again for me. Blessed is the one who perseveres on the trial Blessed is the one. Now, you see, this is the scripture that I want you to be meditating over. I want you to be praying. I had to teach some people the other day, listen, don't spookify the word. I gave the example of when Christ or when God says that there's um, there's a seat at his right hand for Christ. Don't isolate yourself from positions because... God can only prepare a seat for someone he knows is on their way coming. So you see, when we say blessed, don't see it as something too spiritual. No, the Bible tells you how to identify someone empowered. Empowered to prosper. That's what blessed means, right? How do you identify them? They are the one who perseveres under trial. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? You see, trial comes. This is not persecution. This is a test of performance. Uh, Can I go a bit more? It's a test of performance or suitability for a role. So there's a trial over the life of Glody. God looks over the life of Glody saying that I want to see if he's suitable for the role of leadership. So what does he put him under? Trial. He says, you will be identified as the one empowered to prosper if you don't opt out of things that does not seem good to you. You'll be the one seen as powerful, blessed, um, separated, consecrated. If you are the one that's able to stand the trial. Read it once more for me. Go on. Blessed is the one yeah, who perseveres on the trial because having stood the test, yeah, that person will receive... Having done all to stand... The person that is blessed is the one who perseveres, who continues. Yes, yeah, so do you know what I understand? Uh, and I always use this so that you may understand me. When I hear the name Pastor Toby Jr., guess what is happening? Heavens now looks at me and says, I want to see if this person, if I can test his performance, his qualities or his suitability for that role. Heaven will not give you a position without putting you under trial. But a person empowered for that role is the person who stands the trial. The person who does all. Having done all to stand. It doesn't matter what comes their way. They will stand that position. I understand that heaven is looking over the COD family as the future church. And I don't care what it looks like we're lacking today. Or what we struggle in all God is looking for for you to be the one blessed is if you can persevere so it takes strength it takes courage that even when even leaders are speaking words that may discourage you it takes courage it takes inner strength for you to see that and keep going through because there is a trial over your life there is something heaven is looking over you Elohim and thinking is this the man to lead and what will God do? He will bring situations in front of you. He will bring things because the one that is meant to take that seat, irrespective of the cross he may have to endure today, he will keep persevering because of that seat. Look at what the Bible says. It says, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, having done all to stand, that person what? will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Do you understand crowns? Crowns represent authority. Wealth comes as a result of an authority in a position. You don't understand what I'm saying to you. You become an authority. Then God brings you wealth. Then God gives you power. But that's according to the authority he gives you. He says, for you, Tomiwa, For you, IB, to receive authority, to receive the position, to receive power, is simply, can you stay at that place of trial? Can you persevere through it? So what am I looking for in the COD family? Am I bothered when people make mistakes? I said the other day to some people, there's no way for you to know right without first knowing mistakes no way but you see the problem is we have people in the church who have no inner strength anymore do we have people some people who have access to arms resources artillery yeah a person has access to people but cannot use them because they've lost strength in their inner man it took one word, it took one situation, it took one defeat to put them down and out forever. This cannot be the case with our COD. So, what does God say to us? It doesn't matter what has tried to put you down. You know, change is difficult because there'll be a lot of things trying to put you down. But you see, no matter how much times you're falling, you have to get up, you have to keep fighting. You stare stare yourself or you stare at yourself at the mirror and you say you have to keep going because you are under trial. God help you if you fall and say I can't stand up no more. God forbid. This is why as the house of COD we now pray because everyone in the camp of David, everyone in Israel must be strong as David. Everyone must be strong from our leaders. This is why we pray for our leaders today from the people given, because for you to remain a giver it takes strength because when I give like PT said if you give 20k out of 25 you're only going to have five left guess what it will be your strength that will make that five work out for you so God says to us it's going to take courage that will enable you to persevere till you get your crown. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? It will, take you for, it will take for you to persevere. I've told people for you to fully know the work of God, you must know his heart. Have you seen scriptures when the Bible says, do not lose heart at the Lord's discipline? Because it's not easy to take. Because it's easy for you to lose you. But remember what was said to Joshua. Joshua, it will not be your sword that will bring victory. It will be you. And what you need to know as you, Elohim, what you need to know as you, Ozzy, is that you need strengthening. Damien, are you hearing me? You need strengthening. There are things you don't say audibly, but your demeanor tells it. Tonight, God will give us new strength. God will strengthen us. He will give us courage. We will face all situations. So listen, you may not be the most brilliant, but you know your destiny is brilliance. So I may not be the best today, but because of what I can see up ahead of me, I will endure because the crown is for the one who perseveres whilst under trial. What God wanted to tell me, what God wanted me to tell you, sorry, is this. Look, some of you here, God wants to raise you as the giver's. That that the nation family relies on. And right now it seems like months you've not been able to do. God says can you persevere under trial? Can you keep that word in you? What do you think kept Joseph alive? The inner spiritual attributes. The strength that told him to keep going. You know to forgive. To face the people that betrayed you. And to forgive them. Guess what it takes? Strength. It takes courage for you to not bow. And do what they expect you to do. But for you to just accept everything as what God wants you to do. Or go through for you to be who you need to be. The Bible says, blessed is the one. Let's read it once more. And I'll take you to one last scripture and we pray. Go on. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. yeah,
1: Because having stood the test... That person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him.
0: So imagine the one who perseveres is the those, I have to say it like that, who love him. I said to some people the other day, the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when the Bible says that David was a man that was after God's heart, it was a man that was after God's word. He kept it. He kept the word of God in his heart. So listen, I don't care what you face today. I don't care what your struggles are. God says, can you persevere under trial? Let's end this with First Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. Read for me and then we enter a place of prayer. Are you ready to pray? Go and read it for me then.
1: Be diligent in these matters. Yeah. Give yourself wholly to them uh-huh. so that everyone may see your progress. Go on. Watch your life.
0: Did you see that? We've treated this before. You would rather hide and be made perfect. You would rather be the one that comes out of the bush randomly with strength. God doesn't work like that. God needs people to see how a scrawny little person became a mighty warrior. God needed people to see the grace that is timid and afraid. And how she became a mighty leader of the new generation church. But it takes courage. Look at what he says next. Go on.
1: Watch your life and doctrine closely.
0: Watch your life and doctrine. Watch the culture very well. Because you'll be made by this culture. Go on.
1: Persevere in them.
0: Did you see that? Persevere in them. And what will happen?
1: Because if you do... You will save both yourself and your hearers.
0: So saving, the saving power is conditional. You must persevere in the things. So look, no one said that this walk will be easy. In fact, it cannot be easy if it's trying to identify leaders because leaders cannot be found everywhere. What I'm trying to say to you, no matter how small you think you are, from those of you that are in university to those of you here, To those of you challenging to give at a new height, you must understand that God just needs you to persevere. And the saving power of you and the people that you are called to is going to be according to that perseverance. So whatever you are discouraged with, as we pray today, do not, you know, I've been quoting this all day and people think I say it for fun. But, you know, sometimes it's just maybe the way I am. God says, let falsehood be far from your tents. Do not act strong if you know you're weak. It's in times like this that the Father is ready to give you what you're willing to ask for. So when we pray prayers like, God strengthen me in my inner man by, with power by your spirit. You have to first recognize your weakness. I as your leader, I recognize for what God wants me to carry, I am weak. But I also know the father is willing to give strength because his word tells us. So I want you to get ready now because we're going to pray. And I want you to ask God to strengthen you. This takes us back to that prayer. The prayer that PT has been leading us all this while. Strengthen me in my inner man. With power by your spirit. I want you to begin to pray and ask God to strengthen you. Now listen, listen to me. Again, let me repeat this. A person can assume strength, but God constantly designed man to continually strive for more. So I don't know what you're satisfied at, but guess what? I've come to tell you God's mind that God still wants more from you. And for you to see that as a reality in your life, you're going to need strength. How would a grace in a law house say that, you know what? I want to be the one covering rent. It's never going to be a, 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 a favorable con- a time that will bring that. It's going to take courage. It's going to take guts. It's going to take faith, boldness for her to say, I will pay for the running over low house. Fear will always give her excuse. I don't have the payment. I can't pay. Fear is what will always make us opt out, tap out. Fear is what will make us weak and when I was saying yesterday that there are certain gifts that you're afraid to show to the world it's fear holding you back what well, I pray for you what well, we join together tonight and pray is that God strengthens all of us from myself down to the last person strengthen us that God can carry his new level of glory and bestow it upon the C.O.D. house I want you to open up your mouths and I want you to begin to pray ask God to strengthen you To strengthen you, I want you to raise your voices and pray. You have faced certain defeats, but the Lord said that that defeat is not your end unless you call it your end. I want you to rise to the occasion tonight and ask God to strengthen you. I want you as leaders to pray for your houses and I want you as people in the houses to pray for your leaders. Ask God to strengthen them. Ask God to strengthen one another. Strengthen your mind. Strengthen your soul. Strengthen your spirit, man strengthen you so that he can work abundantly, exceedingly on your behalf. I want you to open up your mouths and begin to pray. Go for it.